The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. I've got some friends here from the, the occupied territory formerly known as Missouri. Good to see you, Bill, Don, CC, and Jason, and several others in the, the live video chat that we've got going on. Uh, glad to have you all you guys with us. I'm Tim Brown. I'm from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. Now it's been made official. People didn't believe it when I said that Lincoln was the tyrant, um, that that occupation began back during the War of Northern Aggression. Yes, you can tell I'm from the South. I hold to the real history, not the fake history you've been given in public indoctrination centers. Uh, you can check me out at uh, com. I'm the editor there. For our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Monday morning. You know what? <clears throat> I hope that if you are a professed believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you had a great Lord's Day free from fear and the lies that our president, his advisors, the Congress, our governors, local leaders, and people in our state houses are giving us. I hope you had a day of worship to the Creator, the Lord Jesus Christ, without any fear. And I hope you went and gathered with His people, too, um, as you should. He's commanded that, and His commands are above those of men. And we're fixing to see who really believes that stuff and who doesn't, okay? You want to check us out online, go to sonslibertyradio.com, sonslibertymedia.com. If you would like to watch the video portion of the show, you can do so. Head over to sonslibertymedia.com, and if you scroll down right on the right side there, you'll be able to check out the video portion of the radio show. That's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. And also, you can check out our live video feed on my Twitter account, FPPTim, FPPTim on Twitter. That's tied to my Periscope account. So that puts that out there. Facebook at Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. Before it's news.com, our friend Michael Roach has given us a spot there every weekday morning at 6 a.m. And if I've got an overflow like I did last night of um, a pre recorded show that I just wasn't able to get in, you can check that out. We usually do that on a Sunday evening. Uh, just depends on what time I can get around to doing it. Last night we had Deanna Land back, which I had. On the previous show I did, which was Setting Brush Fires, she came out of prostitution and the porn industry, and she's married now, has expecting twins in the next week or two, and she, a uh, great testimony, great testimony. 
So I'm going to have that up in the archives, but you can check it out on our YouTube channel right now. But uh, I'll have that up in the archives this morning. You'll be able to check that out at SonsLibertyMedia.com. Before it's news.com, though, every weekday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time and then 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Bradley's on there and then on the weekends as well. Good to hear, CC. Um, you can also check us out finally at DLive.tv, The Sons of Liberty, The Sons of Liberty on DLive.tv. We appreciate all you guys over there at DLive. I don't get to see a lot of the interaction there, so I apologize for whatever reason. Uh, my chat program is on. It's linked up. I can see usually people's comments, but if people send donations, something like that, I, I just don't see it. But thank you for joining us and, and supporting us. Finally, you can find us on Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. No, I do not have coronavirus. I probably have <clears throat> allergies. I mean, the our car is like a, a totally different color, a, a nice tint of green <laughs> from all the pollen that's out there. And um, that is a part of God's creation too, because without the pollination, you know, the flowers doesn't come out, you don't get things to grow. Um, all of that is good for us. And so, um, very happy about it, even though I suffer from some of these things. And if you were with us in our previous discussion with Stephen Hallbrook on vaccines, he pointed out that one of the reasons that allergies have seen such an increase and come on the scene is because of vaccines. Okay. Yes, I, I am an anti-vaxxer. I don't know why you would want to shoot dead things into your body. And look, they were shot in my body. My my mom and dad didn't know any better. Boosters, all that stuff. Um, and uh, I don't know why you'd want to do that. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. But w the title that I gave this uh, is the president, his advisors, Congress, and governors are lying to you. Now, I could expand that around the world for whoever your representative is from the local levels on up. Okay. I could have done that, but I didn't do that. And um, one of the things that I want to do, and I, I didn't get this one quite pulled up uh, for what's what's actually going on and what I want to lead into. But you say, well, Tim, that's a pretty bold statement. You must be a never Trumper. You must be a you must hate Donald Trump. Well, I'm going to put it to you as straight as I can. Donald Trump is not who a lot of you think he is. Remember when he's doing the COVID-19 uh, little test box? Donald Trump is a representative of Big Pharma. Okay? This is the guy who used to push mandatory vaccines. He wanted to back off of that. We're not done with that just yet. This is the guy who wanted to take your guns first and due process second. We're not done with that yet. It's coming, guys. And those of you who didn't want to listen and you want to keep buying the Q narrative, the lies that are coming out of that, keep buying them and you're going to find out sooner or later. Okay? But here's the thing. Let me give you a couple of good news things. <laughs> a couple of good news things before I explain why they're all lying about this coronavirus stuff. Now we've 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 dealt with this before with the uh, United Kingdom registered nurse for the Guardian who won't do their homework Kate Shimarani. We've talked about what viruses do. 
You cannot, there is not a study in history, you cannot have a virus go from one person to the other. Why? Because your, your body produces what we call viruses to attack toxins in your body and clean them out. Let me say that again. Because you were probably like me, you went to a public indoctrination center and you were taught, well, you know, viruses you can just transfer from people. You you could touch them, you can you could kiss them, you could get too close to them, you could you could sneeze, you could cough. Not that all those things coughing and sneezing on somebody, it's just rude and nasty, okay? It is. But you're not going to transfer the coronavirus to somebody like that. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. In fact, I'm going to let a medical doctor who graduated from MIT tell you that. Okay? People have given Nurse Kate a hard time for a month over there in the UK. Try to discredit her. They have no information to do it except the right words. And they really need to have their behind suit off over there uh, for what they've done. Okay? But let me give you the good news. The good news is, as we put out uh, on the 5th, which was yesterday... Nine states, nine states in our union are still resisting stay-at-home orders. I love it. I love it. You want to read the article? It's over at sonsoflibertymedia.com. The biggest hoax ever pulled on the people of the United States while advancing the very thing that is probably making them sick has resulted in the biggest heist in history and biggest power grab of government, both at the state, local, and federal levels we've ever seen. Yet there are still nine states in the union that are resisting the urge to move towards tyranny and impose stay-at-home orders due to what is clearly a lie, and it is a lie, concerning coronavirus. Here's what uh, Tyler Durden over at Zero Hedge had to say. Dr. Anthony Fauci, he's a liar. He is a liar. He should know better. And if he does know better, he's lying purposefully. And if he doesn't know better, he's lying by passing on false information. This is the same guy who said COVID-19 is no worse than the, you know, uh, flu. What's going on in the flu season? Okay. He has been talking up federally imposed nationwide stay-at-home order, though many may ch might challenge the very legality. Oh, it's unconstitutional. It's tyrannical is what it is. And you know what, people? Until we get together and we say, we're not going to put up with it. We're going to open our businesses. We're going to go to, I say you go to your work armed to deal with the tyrants who want to tell you not to. That's what the Second Amendment is about, people. It's not about just your personal defense. Read it. It is to ensure a free state. That's part of why it exists. Go open up your businesses. People who want to come there will come there. The people who are scaredy cats and afraid of their own shadow and the invisible enemy, then they'll stay at home and everybody's free to do what they want to do. But here's this guy. Though many might challenge the very legality and possibility that Washington would ever have the power to impose it on states. No, the states are doing it to themselves. Thus far, Trump has resisted such a move, preferring to leave these questions to the governors, even though he's fueling the fire with his daily coronavirus task force, headed by this guy. It's not just Democrats making this political people. It's Donald Trump himself. It is. How people can't see that, I don't know. Fauci told CNN's Anderson Cooper at the end of this week of a federal order, I don't understand why that's not happening. You don't, it's because you weren't elected by the people. We let these bureaucrats and these advisors and all these people in here who are stupid as the box of pizza that I had last night 
who, who don't know the Constitution, who don't take an oath to uphold it before God and man, who are not accountable to the people. Why this guy is anywhere near the White House, I have no idea. Fauci said, if you look at what's going on in this country, I just don't understand why we're not doing that. We really should be. No, you really should go back and study and see that viruses can't be transferred to people. Meanwhile, much of the mainstream has directed its ire at the last holdout states, which have dragged their feet on the issue. Many governors have expressed that they don't see the need to take such a drastic step that could decimate their local economies. Good for them leaving social distancing to the good judgments of counties, towns, and individuals. And here they have a map here. We've got North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa, Wyoming, Utah, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and South Carolina. Well, wait a minute. They don't have, okay, some of these don't have any restrictions. That's um, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa, and Arkansas as of yet. I'm surprised at Arkansas. That's kind of an odd one. Um, But South Carolina most definitely, they have a thing where, incrementally governor mcmaster is going right along with the globalist and that's who's doing this for you q people this is not to get us on the gold standard this is to push us in the new world order open your eyes to what's going on now open your eyes to the lies you do not take down the liars the criminals and everybody else by lying to the people you do not do you don't justify the ends by the means that's a linsky tactic In case you're not awake, you claim to be awake, please be awake. The nine states have resisted shutting everything down, and and it's true, South Carolina has done that, but I've named those off. Here's, um, let me jump over here to another one. Governor Noem, out of um, South Carolina, I mean, it's South Carolina, South Dakota, Um, she is one who is doing that. Now, you may not even know who Governor Christy Noem is. But here's what she said. South Dakota is not New York City. She gave a press conference. I can't play it. I wish I could. I wish I had the time. I wish I had like two or three hours. Uh, And maybe maybe I should just take that time and play it just so people have it. But and I could go well over because we did that on Friday with Evan. Um, She said South Carolina is not New York City. She said the cause to apply for a one size fits all approach to this problem is herd mentality. I agree. It's not leadership. I agree. Which means, since it's not leadership, that means there's an agenda. Somebody's leading it. Other people, sheeple kind of governors, congressmen, presidents, other world leaders are leading an agenda. That's what's going on. Uh, This out of uh, MSN says she discussed the constitutions of both the country and the state, saying they prevent draconian measures much like the Chinese government. Isn't that interesting? Much like the Chinese government has done. You want communism? You're getting it, folks. They're buying up your securities, our federal government is. They're buying them up. That's communism. We've went from talking about public-private partnerships on this show on Wednesday due to education, which is fascism, by definition, now we're moving straight into communism. And you say, well, Trump isn't stu- Trump isn't isn't saying this. We just heard Dr. Fauci say this, that, and the other. I said, well, here's the thing. Donald Trump, Article 2, Section 3 of the United States Constitution, is to faithfully, is to see that the laws are faithfully executed. Our laws, our Constitution on the broad scale 
and at many of these at these state levels forbid any of this stuff including what Governor McMaster is doing here in the state of South Carolina. In fact, our Constitution doesn't give any authority to the president to declare a state of emergency over something like this. It doesn't give Congress the authority to write law to allow the the president to declare a state of emergency over things like this. It doesn't give Congress the authority to write a law nor the president to follow through with it of a Defense Production Act. That's right. He has no authority to go into hotels and take them over. He has no authority to tell um, armies to go, the Army Corps of Engineers to go in and take all these places over that are privately owned. He has no authority for that. And these stimulus packages, you can blame the Democrats all you want to for it if that makes you feel good and helps you sleep at night. But the fact of the matter is the president has the power of the veto. And what did he do? Oh, this is good for America. We need to sign that off. While all his buddies at the Kennedy Center and other various places get paid with money on your back. And they're looking to do more. They're looking to do more. I mean, when we're done with this, we're looking at 8 to $10 trillion in a matter of a month or two. More than Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, that's right, the usurper of the White House himself, brought us into debt in his two terms, usurping the office. And yet, conservatives are like, when you point this out, they go, ha, 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 you're getting beat, Tim. You're a liberal. You're a commie. You're an you're enemy combatant. You're, you're a libtard. You're, you're Trump 2020. You brainless fools. You are not thinking about what is going on in our country. Now, normally, you guys know I'm pretty easygoing. I can point this out. It's not a big deal. But when I see so clearly, look, I'm, I'm not a big medical health kind of person, but I've been learning a lot on this stuff. And I'm going to give you a guy in just a moment. I'll point you to the real video in the archive because I put it out yesterday. But here's something else that's being that's coming on the scene. Now we had from our friend Drew Nolan, we've had him on before from Victoria Tactical. He's out of Ohio. And Drew was communicating that they're getting papers now. To travel in the state of Ohio, you have to show your papers. Anybody know where that comes from? Mm, maybe some of these guys that came on the scene early and talked about fascism, even though they went about it the wrong way. I don't agree with Antifa. Okay, I just don't agree with them. Maybe there was something to that. Maybe they were just communicating to us what was coming. Just like I'm going to tell you right now, and you can mark my words. I've seen the Q posts that talk about power going out or the internet going out or there's 10 days of darkness, all this stuff. I'm telling you right now, when that comes up and they roll out 5G all across the world, because that's what they're planning on doing, when they do that, and it's only in small pockets that they've tried it out, without any testing, there is no scientific testing to see whether it's good or bad for your body, but we have it on all these other things up to 30 gigahertz. We do have that, and it's not good for you. I don't care what you say. I've got the, t I've got the reports. Okay? When that happens, and all of a sudden these makeshift hospitals and FEMA camps and hospitals all fill up with people with coronavirus, you're going to know exactly where it comes from. It's going to come from that 5G. Now, in all fairness, 
Trump delivered a uh, tweet in 2017 that you know everybody made fun of, uh, C-O-V-F-E-F-E, and they thought he was trying to spell coffee and all kinds of weird stuff and stuff like that. And some people have broken it down to say this is part of the periodic table. I just want to be fair here, okay? They said that this is a new metal alloy that's to be used with the 5G products to cut down on the radiation put out. Um, I'm not so much worried about the radiation as I am the frequency that it's used. This is the frequency on which the oxygen molecules are basically destroyed if they want to do that. So there's that. Now, here's what else is coming in the States, and then I'm going to get to the real meat of what we're talking about here. I know I've got friends that say, well, Tim, why can't you just get to the point? Well, it's an hour-long radio show, and I've got a lot to say, and I want I want to build up to that. I want to lead up to that. So here we have out of Reuters, okay? This is on the 1st. Roadway checkpoints established at Florida, Georgia state line in response to coronavirus. The invisible enemy. Now, why would you have a state line checkpoint for an invisible enemy? Are you going to see something there? What's going on here? What's going on? Let me lead into this little bit that I'm going to give you from a, uh, a this doctor, medical doctor, not a PhD, a medical doctor who graduated MIT. I'm going to I'm going to bring that up in just a moment. Our friend David Rizzolata, you know what? Dave and I have been friends for a long time, former Marine. Um, and David is one. I don't think, in fact, I never went to anybody to say, hey, you need to pay this guy. He's, he's really good at what he does. He can focus in on something. He's got the resources. He's had the training in the system to know what they're doing. Okay. Article out of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Yesterday, Americans are marching to their own enslavement, and they're happy about it. Yes, they are, because they're getting their 1200 buck check. They really think they've hit the jackpot with that, and I don't understand that. These are Some of these people are supposed to be, quote-unquote, patriots, conservatives, Christians, constitutionalists. I've got another word for some of them, cowards, sellouts. Here's what David writes. Americans are marching to the beat of a different drummer, no longer concerned about freedom or their constitutional rights. They have allowed fear to dictate their every move, despite emerging evidence suggesting this pandemic outbreak, quote unquote, is not as bad as originally projected. I don't even know if it's a pandemic. By the way, uh, 111.4 ground, you're exactly right. And they don't offer, let me, let me change. You say they offer little protection. They don't offer any protection. And uh, the doctor I'm going to have in a little bit, you can watch the entire interview. And he says these N95, you're just wasting your money if you're stop if you're trying to stop N95, with, uh, excuse me, a coronavirus with N95 mask. He said, it's like a six foot, per, foot person walking through a 60 foot door. They don't protect you from anything. Yet we're to believe that when we go through places like Little Caesars, went there last night. There's a, a letter from the CEO on the window. We won't allow any more than three people in the lobby. 
We have little pieces of pizza to keep you social distancing. Let me tell you what this is. This is a conditioning to make you less than human. You're a germ that needs to be eradicated. And we've heard this kind of talk before from a bunch of globalists. You're a cancer that needs to be eradicated from the earth. Now they're demonstrating it. Let's distance ourselves. People won't even go up to each other and shake their hands, get in their face and talk. Sit down with one another, gather in their church. It's conditioning to dehumanize you for when they start killing you. Did you hear what I said? It's conditioning to make you less than human, a criminal against the human race, so that when they kill you, ain't nobody going to think the thing about it. You don't think they were doing that in Nazi Germany? You don't think they're doing that, they did that in Nazi Germany? That's exactly what they were doing. Here we have, um, and look, I'm no friend of Rodney Howard Brown, okay? I'm not. Rodney Howard Brown is one of the biggest false teachers, and I think he's just being used here in this in this situation to get some people worked up so they can put the boot down on the real church. Because Rodney Howard Brown, you can think what you want. I'm glad that he opened his church up. Great. Fine. But you go and look at his teachings. His teachings are just as heretical as the day is long. But David mentions him, not by name. He says, our church pastors are being arrested while criminals are being released from prison. Stop and think about that. Prisoners are being released while church pastors are being arrested for simply obeying the Lord. First Amendment protected activity. Nationwide stores like Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart have started enforcing social distancing rules while allowing on a certain number of people in the store per thousand square feet. Uh, David's article is great. I'm not going to read the whole thing because what I want to do is I want to get here and I want to play a little bit of an interview, a friend, Brian, over High Impact Flicks. And uh, I've been trying to get Brian on the radio. We keep missing each other on Telegram. But I'm wanting to bring him on because Brian is putting out some good stuff. I mean, he's really putting out some good stuff. And uh, one of the things he did recently was he had... Uh, Dr. Andrew Kaufman, again, a graduate from MIT, he's a medical doctor, and he speaks to this issue that we've already dealt with, with Nurse Kate, at least twice, in explaining what 5G does, and um, the issue of our immune system, the fact that viruses do not transfer from one another, okay? And before I get to this, let me just give you a little context of where I'm coming from. Okay, now understand something. I'm not a last days madness guy. Okay, I'm just not one of those. People start talking about, oh, they're getting the microchip. This is the mark of the beast. And Come on, man. Do your homework. Look up Phil Kaiser. Go through the 100 sermon series on, on Revelation. That happened in the first century. Okay, it's all documented. Okay. When you learn that, then you can start applying it to things like this. And I can say, yes, there's an application here for sure. You're the, Like I say, you're either going to follow God's law or you're going to follow the tyrants. Which one are you going to follow? And if you're going to follow the tyrant's law, you are accepting a mark of the beast. doesn't matter what period of time you're in. And I'm going to say this. 
If God judges America, which he would have to apologize for Sodom and Gomorrah if he doesn't, if God judges America and he utterly destroys us as a people, and I shudder to think about that, I shudder to think about it. You know what? His kingdom is still going to advance. Well, no, if, if America goes, everything goes. Then you have idolized the United States of America. You have not honored God in what you're saying. Because the Bible tells me in 1 Corinthians 15 that Christ is subduing all his enemies, putting them under his feet until the end when he delivers the kingdom up to the Father. Don't think God's will and his work rests solely on the United States. It doesn't. It's a nation like any other in history. We are facing its God's judgments just like any other nation that has rebelled against him. Okay, so let me give you these. I want to give you these two passages. I'm going to play this little bit of the interview. Luke chapter 8, when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom, but for others they are in parables. Now, parables are not to help people see. They're to help keep them blind. Listen to what he says. So that, quote, seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. And the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Remember, he's talking about the, um, the parable of the sower. The one along the paths are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who hear. Uh, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a little while and in time of testing fall away. And as for those that fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked out by the cares and riches and pleasures of life. And their fruit does not mature. As for the good soil, they are those who, who uh, hearing the word... Hold it fast and honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. Here's the, here's the punchline here. No one, after lighting a lamp, covers it with a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be made known and come to the light. Take care then how you hear. For to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he thinks he has will be taken away. Now, in another passage in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus speaks to the disciples again. Remember, he's speaking to them. He's not necessarily speaking straight to us. So there's a context there. First century. He says, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents. And innocent at doves, beware of men, for they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in their synagogues. Obviously, this is first century. But we can see application of that all throughout history where the same thing happened to the followers of Jesus. You will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. And we see a lot of this being done in the first century in the book of Acts. And when they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what are you to say, for what you to say will be given to them, given to you in that hour. He goes on down and he, he talks about this. Brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father is child, and children will rise up against parents and have them put to death, and you'll be hated for, by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, don't just hang around there and get persecuted. Flee to the next. This is what he says. Don't have a martyr complex. 
For truly I say to you, you will have not gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Now for those of you who are having a little trouble there, he's talking about Israel that day. You're not going to go through the whole town, whole area of Israel until the Son of Man comes. And he talks about coming in judgment, Matthew 24, just a few chapters later. 70 A.D., this is what he warns the people over and over and over about. He tells the Sanhedrin, you're going to see me coming. I'm not a last day's madness person. I'm not going to speculate on Mark of the Beast with some kind of technology and stuff. The Mark of the Beast has been all throughout history in different areas, different things, different commands from tyrannical governments. And you're either going to obey God or you're going to obey man. And then he says in verse 24, A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher and the servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, which is basically another title for the devil, how much more will they malign those of his household? So when I tell you what I'm telling you, I'm simply letting you know this. What's coming is going to test our metal. Do you hear what I'm saying? What is coming is going to test our metal. Christians, you have not so much been called out to the point of shedding your blood just yet in the United States. But I believe it's coming. You're going to be the enemy of humanity, and we're going to see, do we love ourselves more than we love our God? Do we love our reputations more than we love our God? Do we love our families more than... Look, we're called to love our families. We're called to love one another. But we're called to love God first. Are we going to obey Him first or not? Now, with that said, that's the lead up to all of this stuff. I've got several minutes here. I want to play of this interview. This is with Brian uh, from High Impact Video... High Impact Flicks, excuse me. You can find him on YouTube. And Dr. Andrew Kaufman, I want you to pay very close attention to what Dr. Kaufman says... It is the same thing that Nurse Kate has been saying, that she's catching so much ridicule from the Guardian and the gutter papers, as she puts it, over in the UK. Pay close attention. All right, fair enough. All right, my first question is, we are being railroaded these days. Our freedoms are being taken away from us. Our rights are eroding. Um, The Federal Reserve has moved in, is trying to buy up assets with fiat currency, and they're doing it all under the guise of... There's a COVID-19 in the streets, and it's going to kill us. From your understanding, from what you've studied, what is COVID-19? I'll just leave it at that. What is COVID-19? Well, uh, that's a very uh, kind of tricky question to answer. Um, And I think there's multiple perspectives that you can look at it uh, from. So one perspective uh, that I've recently talked about is the perspective of what is this particle that has uh, been shown in some papers to come out of some people who are ill. And uh, I believe that that particle, based upon my research, is, is not a virus as we understand it, meaning a some kind of um, living or non-living, depending on your opinion, uh, piece of material that comes from outside um, and invades us and causes an illness. Uh, What I have found is that there is um, a part of our body called an exosome. And um, I I learned about this from virologists. So those are scientists who study viruses, that they have seen the homology or similarities between exosomes and viruses. 
And there are many papers out there uh, stating that a virus and an exosome are the same things. One of the most prominent uh, researchers in HIV, uh, who was at Johns Hopkins, actually made a statement about this, Dr. John Hildreth. So um, I started investigating what exosomes are, and I could not believe the amount of similarities of things that were identical between what has been claimed about the COVID-19 virus and what has been shown in various experimental studies about exosomes. And further, when I first looked at electron uh, microscope photographs of the virus and then looked at electron microscope photographs of exosomes, they were virtually indistinguishable from each other in appearance. Okay, so, so, so are you saying there are exosomes and there are viruses and, and never the twain shall meet? Or are people looking at exosomes calling them viruses? <laughs> Well, uh, it, it's even more complicated than that, but certainly uh, one possibility, a strong possibility, is that people are looking at exosomes and causing them viruses. But I think it's important to go back in history a little bit, um, because the word virus comes from the ancient Latin, and what it means is a noxious substance or poison. And so before the era of microbiology, before microscopes were even invented and uh, people had no idea that there were such a thing as microorganisms, they used the term virus um, and they used it in the context of studying illness. Um, they thought it was some kind of substance that was in the air at that time that would, uh, you would breathe in and would cause disease. But they really didn't have uh, experimental studies to show that it was uh, more of an idea or a theory. Later on, uh, when the microscope was invented and we started uh, realizing that there were bacteria and fungi and other small organisms like amoeba that we could see, um, that led to thinking that could it be that those microorganisms cause disease? And this is known as the germ theory. Um, Louis Pasteur is most famous for uh, putting that theory forward, but actually the idea predated him by a number of decades. And as uh, science progressed and technology progressed, uh, the electron microscope was invented because the particles that have been subsequently identified as viruses are too small to see under a conventional optical microscope with lenses. So the electron microscope uh, allowed them to visualize these tiny little particles, um, and that led to the theory based upon germ theory that these particles, which they then termed viruses, are responsible for causing several diseases. And basically, at the time, the diseases that they applied this to were diseases that they did not know the cause that they believed to be infectious. Now, so, this, yeah, so, go ahead. So then let me ask you this. Are you saying that you believe, in your opinion, that COVID-19 is an, an exosome-related situation? Uh, yes, that is my opinion. Okay, so then now they're using as justification to lock us up in America and really the world at large that, hey, we got we to gotta self-quarantine, we got to social distance, we got to wash our hands 30 or 40 times a day. Is, is, is an exosome, what you're calling an exosome, something that can be transmitted from one, per, one person to another? 
Well, it's not fully known if that's the case. Uh, it has not been studied, but I don't think that that is the most important thing about exosomes. What the important thing is that exosomes have been shown to be not a cause of illness, but rather a response to illness. And Okay, did you catch that? Because this is what I wanted to get to. This, this interview is almost an hour and a half, okay? And we've got some questions in the chat room. Detune, thank you for... Um, the uh, uh the the questions and because look you're you're probably like i am well, well what are we looking at i mean how this guy you know uh detain was I, i'm assuming didn't hasn't seen the interview yet and so he's asking a question well does he have an explanation for the spanish flu well yes he does in fact if you go down through here he'll tell you about that and the tests they did in fact let me give you a couple of examples now some of you have seen the memes and yes it is real they are true they are true <clears throat> Excuse me. There is a Dr. E.K. Hayford, CDGGH. I don't even know what those letters mean there. <laughs> but he did a short little little rundown, and I think somebody has probably borrowed this to make memes, and they're true. They're true memes, okay? Here's what he had to show. He said, we were originally given to understand that the virus originated from the transfusions from snakes and bats. Um, <clears throat> he's speaking of the caucus of democratic governance in Ghana. Oh, that's what that's for. <laughs> Through its research and its attempt to help arrest and deport COVID-19 from Ghana has come across vital information which might be of interest to Ghanaians. He said, we were originally given to understand that the virus originated from the transfusions from snakes and bats. Others suggested it came from Chinese biological weapons. Yet others suggested it was from the fish market's conditions in Wuhan. But, be it as it may, the correct origin which goes beyond these assertions is left to the discretion of the individual. And this is what I want people to think about. I'm not telling you what to think. I'm telling you to go do your own research. Quit listening to President Trump, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Bricks, all these knuckleheads on uh, the mainstream media who lie to you day in and day out. Why do you listen to them? I only listen to them to point out their lies. Spanish flu, this is where he starts off, okay? The history of viruses with pandemic definitions first registered its presence on our planet 120 years ago. The <clears throat> he says the first registered of a pandemic was 100, 120 years ago. It all started in 1918, watch this, when radio wave was introduced in Spain to improve global radio spectrum frequency transmissions. The result, experts say, was the Spanish flu pandemic. The pandemic lasted for two years from 1918 to 1920 and affected 500 million people, out of which 500 or 50 million people died. Now, if you continue to watch the interview with Dr. Kaufman that I was playing, and you can do that. I'll have that up in the archive. If you don't know where to find it, it'll be up on the archive of the show later this morning on SunsLibertyMedia.com. Dr. Kaufman goes through and he explains the tests that were done then. Do you know what they did? They did 300 different tests on 100 people. They took healthy people. Let me change that. 
they took the people who had the Spanish flu, what they called the Spanish flu. They swabbed their eyes to get the, the liquid out of their eyes. They swabbed their nose to get the snot out of their nose. They swabbed their mouths to get the saliva out of their mouths and their throat. And then as disgusting as it sounds, they put it in the eyes, nose, and throat and mouth of healthy people who didn't have it. Do you know how many people got the Spanish flu from doing that? That many. That many. Not three. That many. Zero. None. Nobody got it. And you're told to be staying away six feet away. You are being lied to because these people who are lying to you, their father is a liar and he's the devil. I don't care. You can tell me the most pro-life Trump, you know, pro-life president and in, in ever, which is a lie in itself. And yet last fiscal year, he funded more through the government to Planned Parenthood to murder more Americans than ever before in their recorded history. They are lying to you. They are lying to me. It should make you angry. But it's not just Donald Trump. It's Democrats. It's Republicans. It's many of these governors, except for obviously nine out of the states. Well, I, yeah, I can't even say that for Governor McMaster. He wants to shut down non-essential, whatever that is, businesses. He just comes up with that on his own. And these people ought to know that you can't transmit this stuff. They ought to know. You say, well, you sound mad, Tim. Well, I am mad. Why aren't you? Why aren't you mad that those who are in office to serve you with the truth to protect your rights are infringing on them based on a lie? Why are you mad? Why aren't you mad about it? And it's going to get worse. They're already telling you what they're going to do. They're already telling you why... <clears throat> somebody was making mention in the chat room that, you know, we've had people like Richie from Boston. I mean, the guy has been all over. They've been all, he's been all over the United States, top to bottom, east to west. And what's he saying in the hospitals? Well, they're empty. But you're being told, here, here's, here's where they're telling you what's, what's going to happen. You are being told That we haven't reached the peak of this yet. How do you know that? Stop and think about that just for a second. Ask your question. How do you know we haven't reached the peak? Do you know something we don't know? Like your insider trading that we've seen come out of a lot of these people like Nancy Pelosi and four or five other senators. Do you know something we don't know? I think they do. I think they know that there's a global rollout of 5G coming. I'm going to get to that in a second. Okay. That this is going to be, I'm telling you, I think this is my theory. I don't have, I just have the history to go on. Okay. I just have the history. That's right, Amy. They're not full, but just hear what I have to say before I give the punchline. Okay. Let me go back here. This is, um, <clears throat> the guy from Ghana, Dr. D, excuse me, Dr. E.K. Hayford. He points out that, I mean, look, you can go do your own research on this. I've started to do some of this because I want to do an article on it. East Asian flu. 
The second major pandemic occurred after the Second World War, the 1957 East Asian flu pandemic with H2N2 virus. During this period, satellites were mounted for global use of radio waves, radar signals, and field transmissions. The virus, which was identified in February 1957, affected over 50 million people, out of which 1.5 million died. Are we anywhere near that right now? And we didn't shut down the world for any of this stuff. Hong Kong flu. Now, he makes this in passing. He doesn't really link it to anything. Um, 500 million people were affected. 2.5 million people died. Coronavirus. He writes, unfortunately, in 2019, another pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic, is causing worrying human law. I think he meant losses here. A few years ago, G5 system, that's 5G, was introduced, which generally was said to be dangerous because of its high radio frequency. G5 is more efficient compared to G1, G2, G3, and G4. The frequency of G5 is about 10 times higher. It runs about 60 megahertz. Okay. And up to 100 megahertz. And you know what, folks? I have the actual study, the government, the, the whatever, scientific, government, whatever, subsidized studies. And they only go up to 30, 30 megahertz. And even at that, they're not conclusive. And there's only been a few. It's about 100 times higher than G4. That's what we're on now. And the radio frequency is used in running satellites, electricity cars. I mean, from what I understand, there's either 20 or 50. I have to get my number correct on that. I'm I'm not really sure. 20 or 50 satellites going up every two weeks. I want to ask you something. Who's putting those satellites up? Have you heard NASA shooting off, you know, satellites up into orbit? They're getting a lot of money. Oh, that's for Trump's Space Force. What the heck do we need a Space Force for? And then to get on <laughs> to get on the State of the Union address and say we need to go to Mars. What are we going to do on Mars? What are we going to do on Mars? It takes years to get there. Well, what are we doing here, folks? Is it because these people in power are so intoxicating the world that we're going to have to get out of here? Is that what their plan is? I'll guarantee you, you and I are not a part of that plan. We're not part of that plan. Now, I've given you this stuff. I want you to do your own research. I want you, yeah, Jared Kushner has a little bit of a conflict of interest there in the healthcare issue, too. You see, I don't buy the idea that Trump is not paid off. I don't buy that. You can tell me that till you're blue in the face. I've seen enough stuff to say I question that. Bankers have bought him off in the late 90s. I've demonstrated that by their own words. We've got other people that you'll see him make little switches on. The people he's put into office, whether... An Exxon guy as Secretary of State, as if that guy has any business being in there. Remember Tillerson? Did anybody not think, um, isn't this the part of the swamp that we were trying to get rid of? Ivanka Trump, yeah, it's his daughter. I know she's a nice lady. 
but she's a Zionist. You're exactly right. And the worst form, it's very occultic, what her and her husband hold to. We're dealing with that on Tuesdays. If you're tuning in here on Tuesdays with Victor, it's, I mean, folks, if your eyes are not open to this because you think Donald Trump is very smart and he's a, he's a smart aleck and he can cut people down and he can rip them a new one and he can expose people and all this stuff, if that's how you base protecting your liberties, that's a pretty sad place to be. Just going to tell you. Well, but, but Durham's coming out with his report. Yeah, okay, I've heard it all before. It was supposed to be with Jeff Sessions. It's supposed to be with William Barr. Now it's with Durham. You know what? You're going to be let down with that too. If you're looking for Hillary Clinton to do the perp walk or pick your person that Q's thrown out there, Tom Hanks or, or any of these other people, you're under a delusion. And now it's affecting your liberties. It's affecting your... When are you going to have enough, America? Donald Trump, as well as the Congress, the people that represent us up in D.C., it's all of them. It's not just one guy. When are you going to have enough? Because the message is to them to repent, but here's the question I have. When are you going to do it? You know, a lot of you out there listening can quote Second Chronicles for me. And the key thing in there is my people who are called by my name. Let me ask you something, church of the Lord Jesus Christ. When are you going to repent of your wicked ways? Of idolatry, idolatry, I don't even know what the word is. Committing idolatry with a political figure. Playing the harlot under the trees with a political figure. When are you going to quit doing that? And stand up to the tyrant. Go back to your husband, the Lord Jesus. When are you going to do that? Don't tell me about Democrats when the Republicans are doing just as bad or worse or being complicit or impotent in doing the right thing. Don't tell me about them. You are justifying the ungodliness, the sins, the tyranny of the other guys. Okay? Don't tell me about them. Don't point the finger at them. The finger is always pointed at us, and we have a representative government that is representing the American people to a T. They're not upholding the Constitution, but they're representing us as a people and their crimes and their lies and all that because the people just buy into the lies. Yeah, I can talk about that, Dennis. Why don't we talk about Donald Trump signing it? Why don't we talk about Donald Trump signing it? Because both are guilty. Nancy's guilty. The whole lot of them are guilty. And so is Donald Trump. And until we get that in our head and we quit playing this stupid political game, they're going to continue to use us and we're going right down the same path as those who are in Nazi Germany. 23 Hours will be right back with you. Lord willing, see ya. See ya.